Hello, everybody. <laughs> hey, Chris Gadsby. Hey. This is Chris Gadsby. The prettiest lady on this cast. <laughs> With my handsome co-hosts, Daniel Sam, Christopher Burroughs. I prefer rather dashing. <laughs> Personally. Okay, my <laughs> handsome co-host, Rather Dashing, <laughs> and Christopher Burrows. See, my name just screams sex, so I don't have to change it. Oh, shit. <laughs> it actually screams rape. <laughs> Whoa. 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 Hang on. Oh. <laughs> took a dark turn. Wow. Screwing right. up my rep here, man. I know. So this is the Scrubland Podcast, guys. Uh, episode number 38. I'm 38. glad you didn't miss me too much. I'll just be honest. And Chris, guys, welcome back. Thanks, man. Buddy. Glad you're here. Yeah, after I heard that shitstorm of number 37, I, know, I, know. I was, was like... There was five of us. We had to take three different people in to cover up for you. Jesus. And it was still awful. There was <laughs> so much drinking. It guys, awesome. I apologize How for episode 37. How many five fives does it take? Uh, a lot of five fives. There's just, there just so much drinking involved with that podcast don't just, mm, mm. let's just leave it just this so is, many indestructibles so many so drinking <laughs> what are we talking about today chris gasby tell me all about it um there's a gp in london we're not going to talk about that oh <laughs> why not those guys because it was sealed, because there, it was been, sealed deck? there has been enough british garbage on the television as of late on the telly that I don't care about anything that happens on that godforsaken island. You're obviously talking about the royal wedding. And obviously. This is not something we're going to speak about on the cast. I was actually talking about the fact that they found Osama bin Laden in London. In London? He was attending the royal wedding, right? Obviously. <laughs> He was friend. He was. Uh, like, he was hey. a guest of George Bush. They're like, hey, obviously. I mean, what? Huh? <laughs> why, why is George Bush inviting people to the British royal wedding? Because <laughs> he's not the president and he's not British. See, when Did they, were they just like, I don't know, maybe this will work. Maybe he'll just show up. He's like, a celebrity man. Jeez. Yeah, obviously. like that guy's got clout. Who? Yeah. Like people knows knows who he is. Yeah, man. Um, we're gonna talk a little bit about New Phyrexia. Uh, since it's not really a spoiler anymore. Thanks. We, no, they it's, just, it's the real thing. They leaked the whole thing. Thanks, France. Yeah, wow. thanks, thanks, you fucking wow. frogs. No, let's talk about let's talk about this for real. I right. mean, we're well, gonna talk about it. No, I mean, let's talk about this first. Okay. I'm really upset that Waffle Tapa is banned. Like, I, I, I looked at. I, I've always respected every result that Waffle Top has put out. Now, I know that Magnon, I, I respect him as a player. I don't respect him as, de as a deck builder. The guy has never put out anything that I've said, hey, Magnon, hey, check out that that Magnon just put out, you know? <laughs> I think the big issue here is that basically it's come to light now that Wizards has been giving out God books to people weeks ahead of time pretty much in secret and and, now, and no, so like no, no. it look it looks bad like there's egg on everybody's face at this point where it kind of looks like it's bad for wizards it's bad for mm -hmm. the players it's bad for everybody because like the perception whether it's true or not the perception is well those guys had the decks way ahead of time they got to play test a whole lot more extra and obviously they're going to do better they had more time with cards well basically so i understand what you're saying is like apparently this has been like a precedent that like some people just get access to the full list Way before everyone else. That's bad PR. I'm sorry. That's like, like that's terrible PR. Well, like, I mean, obviously, like Wizards is is a pretty big 
entity in, you know, the magic community. <laughs> you could say that. I so, mean, since they do make the game. Yeah, like, people are going to know about this, and there's a lot of, you know, non-disclosure agreements and stuff like that, that I'm sure there's probably a lot of people who have access to the full list. Um, that being said, I mean, it is what it is. They have to get it out there to the, the people right that people have access to, to, the... get, to, get, to get hype build up for it. They have to have some people out there that have access to it to just kind of get the word out there and just get it going. Why would you give someone the entire set? You can drum up interest for a set by giving someone three cards or one card. Are you right? And you know, and I that's did... what that's what most of the preview authors get is one card, or they get like they'll give Flores like a choice of like three. Right. And you know, like that's not breaking the whole format wide open, and that's not giving someone an unfair advantage because they know. To, they know three cards of a full set. Right. When right. someone knows a full set, that's tremendous. That like That's when you can actually start breaking a format. That's when you can start learning everything there is to know about... Like You, you can start building the decks and playing them in a real environment, and there's there's no missing information. There's no, like, oh, well, we still need like those last eight cards. Maybe there's something that... like Maybe it's, there's something they're going to print that will invalidate all of my testing. But when you have the entire set... Like what? Like, well, and, when and one, I'm sorry, and you're the best players in the world, so you know when, you're probably gonna figure okay. it out pretty easily. They, don't, I'm not gonna say that they give them to every fucking pro. They don't. They don't. Obviously. Now, uh, okay, so they gave it to Magnon, and one of the things that B Boy said on the IRC chat was, "Hey, we started t- playtesting last week." Now, the thing that that Wizards is trying to avoid is the very thing that they banned everyone for in that whole thing is because they're trying to stop people from breaking the format too early. They want to control everything there is from the format opening and break, and having the new cards in to the, the next change of the format to where the next because Wizards does this on purpose. They have a format, and they have the deck that'll break the format, and then they have the deck that'll break the deck that breaks the original format. And they, they do it in cycles, and they do this all on purpose with the Future Future League. And I, I can't imagine that that the whole the whole reason that they banned all these people is because Matignon, uh for the same reason that, that they banned Matignon, is because Matignon leaked it to Wafatapa, to everyone else, and B-Boy said, hey, we've been playtesting this for a week. That already breaks everything the DCI has been trying to do the entire time. DCI has been trying to keep everything regulated, so it doesn't matter, like, everyone sees everything from one point, and then there's a deck that breaks it, and they see it from that point, and there's a deck that breaks it, and they see it from that point. And uh, we're... I can't feel that bad about this, honestly. If, like for the for the players themselves, whatever. Like I don't give a flying fuck about who actually leaked it. It doesn't matter. This is Wizards' fault. For as much as you can say that it's whatever guy who signed whatever NDA's agreement. How long? How long do you think they've Wizards been giving fault. out godbooks? How long do you think they've been giving out godbooks? I say it's forever. Doesn't matter. Like prop. Maybe. Maybe not. It's it's hard to say. Like it's hard to like unless they want to come out and and write a full a full you know body body piece about everything that they've been doing like you're never going to know that information but I really don't care about the players themselves and yeah Guillaume Wafatapa really cool guy and I'm Sucks and I'm just to see yeah, Magnon like, and Wafatapa and uh, even Gauthier. It sucks to see all of them to get banned from this play, from. No, it doesn't. As as, they no, fucked it, up. No, no, no. It does <laughs> I mean, suck it sucks for the game. 
that's two two really high level players and one guy that's a really high level player for France. Now we could call him the. I mean, let's put him at the same level as Michael Jacob for America. Okay, that's about that's probably about the same level he is for France. It, how much would it suck to see Michael Jacob get banned? It would suck. That's a piece okay. of the game that's missing. One less that, twisted image. I know, I know. <laughs> I, I'd kill myself if it wasn't for that Does twisted it, image. Okay, like, yeah, it sucks, but it's also their fault. Like they, like, they messed up, but ultimately, Wizards messed up. Wizards messed up by doing this in the first place, and they've learned from this mistake. I guarantee they're not going to do this again. No more God books at ever. That's, that's, your, that's your call. Right would here. you put out the God book after this happened? Yes. You would honestly go back and do the exact same thing and let the next set get spoiled the exact same way. This is bad for the game. You understand that. This is very bad for the game. It hurts small websites. It hurts well, authors. It hurts exclusives. Nobody, like, this ruined the whole set. Well, basically. Clearly, they're still going to make sales. People still want to play the cards. It's going to change the format. It's exciting. But as far as, like, a hype standpoint, like, this ruins hype. The set does no longer, set no longer has hype. The things that you're saying right now, like, are based on assumptions that this is the first time that they've ever put out a god book. It's the first time that it's all been spoiled this way. Right. Right. But there's how many magic sets? Like plenty. Let's call it plenty. The last time something okay. like this happened was what? Judgment? Is that what they said? Yeah. Well, so that that was a really long time ago. Like this is something that usually works, and it just okay. So up this time. So so usually it works. That's fine. Um, basically, I'm more upset that. This happened now, like that. It, it's almost like they've been doing it all along, is what you're saying, right? I mean, that's, that, that's that's my right. assumption. I okay. mean, I don't know. Okay, so they've been doing it all along. That hurts even more. That sucks why? because, like, why do you think players stay on the pro on the on the train? Why do you think the best players stay the best players? Like, it, it might be because they're the best players, and it might be because. There was something else going on. Hmm, who knows? Now there's just a no, shadow no, no, no. now there's just a shadow of doubt over the entire thing. It just taints all of it. I understand where you're coming from that you think that there's probably some kind of Yes, and I've got my tinfoil hat on right now. So yeah, I know, fuck you I guys. Know. See, that's you guys, the like thing I feel is. like you guys are ganging up on me here. You understand what I'm saying, right? No, 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 absolutely, but you have to be the you have to be one voice and we have to be the other. That's how the podcast works. So <laughs> I'm just saying is that quack quack quack. I'm Duckman right now. You're t you're like you're not giving me any credit for what I'm saying at all. No, I'm giving okay. you lots of credit. <laughs> no, 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 let let me give it to you. Is that you're right? Uh, if it is the case that they've been keeping people on top this entire time, then I I feel like what I've been what I said earlier in this cast was absolutely on the same page as you. Is why do you think that people stay on top? It's the same reason that, like, like I said, Star City gives the people who are on the higher level of the pro club the the buys. It's the same. It's the same argument as it is okay. with this god book. So okay, so like at the pro tour, there's no buys. You don't get a buy at the pro tour. Right, Everybody starts and plays at level one. But like, okay, so if if the pro tour is supposed to be a no buy situation where it's just you guys all qualified, let's run it. Let's like start the gauntlet and run fifteen rounds and let's see who can be in the top eight. Except. It is like you're giving them buys from Wizards, especially in a gift wrap package that says, hey, you're just good enough and popular enough that we want to give you this extra advantage, even though you didn't earn it. You know, like, like, it, it, does this not, like, offend you? Are you not pissed off that, like, players have just been getting the whole set? I'm, really? um, I'm absolutely... Are you not outraged? No. Uh, Guillaume Wafatapa and Guillaume Matignon 
are better than me with or without a God book. Absolutely. I agree. <laughs> However, I agree. And I'm not a good book that are a thousand times better than me. I'm not, so I'm I'm not saying that, for that. Look, this isn't a large number of players. Like, honestly, the, the number of players that are getting this stuff is low. It's very, very low, and this is a special case. But it's it sucks, and I feel betrayed, and it makes me like magic less. It really I'm sure does. There's some kind of weird criteria for the reasons and how they do it and all that. stuff. The reason is he works for print magazine. That's it. That's Maybe literally that's their only criteria that is, is here's, here's it. an NDA and you were you're, like, so you're the world champion and no, 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 no. he right, wasn't, but okay. He's the world champion. Magnon is. Yes. Yeah. Well, okay. I'm sorry. He's not the player of the year. You're, you're correct. I, but like, reason, okay. I, reason, like, congratulations. You won the world championship. Here's the next set. Go ahead and keep winning. Like, right. like honestly, like that offends me. Right. That that really really sucks. Well, you don't have to be offended anymore because you won't keep winning until no, 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 2014. That, that, that's not a fair <laughs> statement. You're, I mean, it's it, that's not even his fault, to be honest. It's not his fault that Wizards sent him uh, a package in the mail that no, said, "No, it's not. It's not his." <laughs> he talked about it with someone that he wasn't supposed to, and that person talked about it with someone that he wasn't supposed to. So it's absolutely his fault. You're correct. You are absolutely correct. That being said, I'm done talking about this. They're fucking French pieces of shit. They got what they deserved. Next topic. So this God book gave us these. <laughs> so let's talk about these cards we got. Cool. Uh, D-Cell doesn't really want to talk about it. And, you know, I'd that love being to, said, no, I'd love we're to not going to talk about, about it too much. Uh, there's just cards. I mean, th- this whole set, I think, is just giving us a lot of new toys to play with and... I don't know. It's like Christmas. Like we just got it early. We got we got Christmas around Thanksgiving this year instead. I love Christmas. But um, there's some really cool mechanics in this set. We got them around Easter. That's real early, guys. You even that's real early. You, we were talking earlier, and you were like, "I want to salt strobe this guy." I, just, <laughs> I mean, like I read like I read coverage. It's just, like it. It's a thing that exists. I don't know. Like I just I don't like spoilers in the first place, and the fact that like the whole thing came out already—it's just—I don't know—it makes me even more apathetic towards all of it. But yeah, let's talk about them. I don't—I don't even know what most of the stuff you have written down there is. I've—I like—I've not looked at most of this. So, um, go ahead, go ahead and like rev up the engines here. Let's let's talk about some spoiler cards. Vroom, talk about vroom. some stuff. Whoa, you vroom, are interested. Okay. I've got a whole list here. I'm just gonna pick out my favorite constructed card. Uh, maybe one or two. And my favorite limited card, maybe one or two. So I'm really on this splicer business. Nah, the, the, okay, so the splicer is a 1-1 that creates a 3-3 golem that has first strike as long as the splicer is in play. Well, the blade splicer is the one. That's, that's, that one's the one that everyone thinks is like, quote unquote, the good one, whether or not that is a a fair statement or not. Because it's three. It's two and a white. For the one one splicer that gives its buddy the three three first strike. Oh, it says it, it so, gives any golems. Right. And let's talk precursor golem. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so basically, we're playing blade splicer. We're getting four power for three mana, which right. is why everyone thinks he's actually and in white viable. That's, that's unprecedented. Unprecedented in white. Okay, so when I first saw this card, I was really unimpressed by it, mm-hmm. to be honest. Um, and the reason was that. I instantly equated it to being an Awakener Druid, which right. has which has a similar ability. You're like, oh, make this three mana one one, no. get this other thing. But if like, Awakener's Druids yeah. just make a four five creature, yeah, yeah it'd be awesome. awesome. Like, yeah, what, I mean, but, even but, if it was your what? forest. On turn four, that four five creature has haste. Uh, yeah. Wait, 
Hang on. If you play it on turn four, your golem token gets haste. How about that? You just use Garrick Wildspeaker. Derp. Like, come Derp. on. Like, <laughs> get with it. Uh, I I think it's important to note that like it's it doesn't have that kind of drawback and that this is two guys, four power, three mana. Right. That's and and one of them even has a good ability. So right. I mean, uh, like the arc trail isn't going to take out both the guys. Like this this is a kind of a hard card to answer. It's really like I think it's I don't know what what it's going to fit in. I think it's probably in that weird kind of nebulous zone of like aggressive mid range white. Decks. Well, because like it wants to be in but, a white weenie deck or a white aggro deck, but like the I don't know. Like the first strike like, is really good. I feel like it could be yeah. control too. You well, know? like honor of the pure doesn't help the golem, so right. like it, it doesn't really fit in white weenie. It can fit in boros pretty easily. It can do it. It can do a lot of stuff. So. Um, I wouldn't be surprised to see people use it with Stoneforge Mystic and trying to hook it up with some Absolutely. equipment. Right. I, like even just a Basilisk Collar would be pretty devastating on a first striker. Um, it's good. I will say that I kind of like the blue one too, the Wing Splicer. What does it do? Uh, it's three and a blue for a one one that makes a three three flyer. Golem. Now oh. that being said, you can ambush the Wing Splicer a lot better than you can the first striker, the Blade Splicer. You can. You can do anything to that, uh, the splicer itself. To you, make you, the dude flying, basically. Use, yeah, the, right. use the crappiest uh, removable spell in the whole format. You could, you, you could instill infection that thing, draw a card, and then make it drop to your level. Right. Uh, and that would be pretty awesome. So uh, most of these cards, uh, other than the white one, they, this seems like the really cute, super cool, casual room deck of like hey check out all my golem foundries well, probably... or like or like like you start like doing it up with vencer and you get all these like cool abilities because the splicers all stack and you can kind of sliver version it the... right well so, like it, like it looks cool but i think the white one's the only one that actually breaks through for constructed there is right no yeah. golem deck there is no golem deck uh, yeah, but that, do that doesn't stop people from trying and it like and you know what i have the sweetest block decks and in like casual decks that that like i understand they're not good i understand i'm not playing all the sweet rares but like check it out <coughs> i really liked slivers and now i have this cool splicer deck and all my golems get all these cool abilities it'll and be, people sometimes people just want to do something cool it'll be tier 2 in block and tier 3 in standard and even if this deck even exists this is where i'm placing it it's tentatively if there is a golem deck now, and even if that is really friggin' awesome, and even if people love to do it, it's not going to be great in tournaments. Yeah, like, there's not, like, going to be, like, a it's, real golem deck. Not going to win anything. Yeah. It's fine that there's not a real golem deck, but it's a very cool idea, and it's something that I'm certainly excited to explore. Like, there, there's a lot of stuff in the set that, that works with all these golems, and you can just do a lot of cool stuff, so yeah, I'm, I'm excited to, to mess with it. The other constructed card I want to talk about is the, the new Pestermite. Oh, okay, so they remade Pestermite as a ground pounder that is a 1-4 flash 3-mana. So better than Pestermite. Does no one understand? So much better than Pestermite. It's you a 1-4. Can't, can't get bolted. That's, that's the most important piece. Is the, the most common piece of removal in the entire format, besides Doomblade, and even Doomblade, awesome. Please Doomblade it, because... Like, we're only going to play this to tap down your mana or make sure you can't Doomblade it. Like, you have to get aggressive on us. And, and I, when I say us, I mean I'm going to be playing this deck. Like, we're going to use the, the, the creature to tap down your mana to make sure this doesn't happen. And if we're not using it to tap down your mana to make sure this doesn't happen, 
We're going to be using it to make sure we have counter mana as well. It looks like a very good foil to the Cobblade deck. Like, combo is insane. Well, the Cobblade deck is just this incremental advantage. It's almost mid-rangey at this point. Yeah, it has mana leaks and it can play spell pierces, but they need to go back to a real control element if they want to try to beat a combo deck. Right. right. Because they've they've gone so mid-range and got like so departed so far. And because... especially especially when you started seeing three color cobblade decks and stuff like that. Like that's the mid-rangiest deck you've Right. We've had in a long time. So like, like yeah, that's, that's when just like Naya. Well, yeah, right. But like that's when you saw like the other like there's like departing back into like blue white control black blue control right. like y- y- when when the best deck like starts deviating even further from its original standpoint like kibler's deck was just a control deck right and right. and now like we're going to introduce combo back in and it's not valica as as our as our combo right the biggest combo quote unquote that we had in right. the format is valica and the and you could beat valica with your aggro draws in Cobblade, which is right. why it was so phased out of the format well it, that that means it's not a true combo so like the, right, so like uh, any true combo in magic cards will go off on turn 4 and sometimes on turn 3 that's right. that's pretty much every combo in magic and What's nice about this one is that it actually is doable with two cards instead of three. Mm-hmm. So you don't even need a tremendous amount of fixing to do it. Two card um, combos are the epitome of the combo in the deck. Like in, in, in any format. You, I, there's I know plenty I, of three card combos that have been more, more than viable, but well, go ahead. But we're talking <laughs> about the ones the that are best. exploding are the like best. you got Thopter Foundries, Sword of the Meek, you've right. got yeah. fucking Hex Mage, Dark Depths. Right. You know, like, How about ad nauseum tendrils? Yeah. Like everything is a two card combo that is the best, the be- best of the best of the combo decks of the format. I mean, like and, other than the storm decks, but yeah. Uh, so even storm decks have no, storm decks were one card combos. One so. card combos, exactly. <laughs> like, like those were a little bit just retarded. Having to feed those cards. Yeah. So I, like th- those were a, a specific type of combo. These, this is a really interesting place for Magic to go. I'm really, really glad they brought combo back and. Me what's too. what's interesting about this one is that we're going to have combo for whenever this releases until the fall and then Splinter Twin gets knocked it's out disappear. and it's not going to get reprinted. Right. So it, this seems like the calculated risk Wizards likes to make where they're like, we don't like combo that much, but we'll, we'll give, give it, you three months. Yeah, <laughs> like, uh, it's more like six. Like yeah. here, here's six months of, of combo and it's not like we understand that. Some people don't like playing against combo. Some people are like, this is the dumbest game of Magic I've ever played. Right, I can't right, believe, right. like, oh, you just got infinite tokens? All right, well, I don't see any tokens on the table, so how are you going to kill me? Right. <laughs> right. And you're like, okay, well, this die that says 20 on it, that's 21 fours with haste. Yeah. Attack you. And, like, you know. Yeah. I want to. I want to. How about s- this? Twenty means two thousand one fours with haste. Right. You, you it's know, the same like, friggin' thing. And it's. Uh, you know, like I, I understand that people don't like combo, but it's an integral part of of the rock paper scissors of magic cards. Absolutely, and With, without this combo, is good. This is good for the game. Without combo, it's just aggro versus control, and I feel like that's just a varying to- coin flip of the va- of the value of the cards. I think the first place this deck needs to go is play is is playing the blue, splashing the red, and playing blue black, and using the black as with. Like right now, right now we have ostracized duress and inquisition in the format. You're able to strip your hand, strip your opponent's hand, and know when you're able to go off. Right. This seems very, very powerful to but me. But you have to have double red, w- so that's pretty intense. There's no cascade bluffs in the format. Right. So if there was cascade bluffs, I would be right there with you. However, I almost want to say you go red black, black go, blue. <laughs> exactly. Uh, the pro- the problem is that in any real combo deck, it, like we we play 
this deck and extended with Pestermite for a little while, and the mana was obviously awesome. But what you wanted to do is use the blue to, like, in, in good combo decks, you use the blue to fix your card draw, you use the black to make sure you can go off, and then you use whatever the third color is to get your combo piece. Exactly. Like, because, like, oh, my combo piece is green this time, or my combo piece is red this time. But, right. like, basically every combo deck ever has been blue-black. I mean, unless it's like Dragon Storm, because it just got to use Giga Drows and tap oh, all your ta- blue, yeah, yeah. You're like, oh, all your mana's tapped. So, n- like, I don't like it. Doesn't matter what you have in your hand, right? Uh, those are special cases. But like, for the most part, you need to know if you're able to go off. Otherwise, we have a other- card that says tap all your things. Uh, what is it? <laughs> Reality, Reality spasm. spasm. Ooh. All right. No, I'm that, on board. I'm on board. That's let's, will let's 100% do it. be in this deck. That's 100% uh, in this deck. I think you're shooting for the stars there, Chris Burns. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I say stuff for the past, don't say yes. <laughs> no, 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 no. Get 100% your in there. Get your reality spasms now, kids. I'm not. To, I'm not saying in your main in your 60, but I'm saying that reality spasm is the best thing we have to get your drows. And if you want to fight a counterspell war, you got to do it at the end of the turn. And to do it on turn five is pretty sick. Uh, I, like, the, the nice part about combo is that sometimes you can just get them on turn four if you duress, see the coast is clear, and then you kill them. Right. But a lot of times, you're not gonna get to, like, the coast isn't clear. You're like, you, you look so at, you, like, you look at their hey, hand, and you're like, out. end of turn, I'm gonna check out my reality spasm and just have out as much as you can, or you're gonna counterspell that, or you're gonna lose. Okay. And if you counterspell that, Chris, then on my turn, I duress you, and on turn five, I kill you. Chris, buddy. I, I admire your ambition here. But this, this rea- is where reality, I'm reality spasm is not Giga Drows. It's just not. Is Giga Drowse. No, Giga Drowse was multiple instances of the same spell. It's the Giga Drowse. It had replicate, format. buddy. Yeah. Well, the only thing. Guess that what? They... If you tried to counterspell a Giga Drowse, you only got one copy. If you try to counterspell a Reality Spasm, you just counter it. Yeah, and then so... you probably tapped out. Mm, maybe, still probably maybe, that on turn five. maybe, but I assume that we're playing some kind of counterspell war at this point. So good luck going off. Man. Just saying. Well, uh, you can wish me good luck, and uh, my okay. luck sack. I'm gonna empty it all over the table. That's how it's gonna happen. You're gonna you're gonna open up the luck sack and pour it, it pour it out all over my uh, right. on mm, awesome. on our little combo kick. Uh, my next favorite constructed card is Tezzeret's Gambit. Yes, really I love this card. Yes. Um, what does that one do? Three in a Phyrexian blue. Draw two cards, proliferate. So good. That seems really good with Pyramanch's Ascension. <laughs> yeah, it does. It does seem good in Ascension. Yeah. <laughs> is, like, it a, is it an instant or a sorcery? It's a sorcery. It's a divination. Oh, I don't I like mean, this card you, you at all. You still have to. I don't like this card that at all. That deck is playing with Sebeons and Preordains. I mean, it still goes like, in their graveyard after you cast it, even if you counterspell it. <laughs> this this is, is really good. This is really good. Like, don't worry about it. Just... Don't think about it too much. It's just, really good. <laughs> no, I'm thinking about it. I don't like just embrace it. It's just like it's just like a it's like a concentrate spliced with a divination. Like it just spliced <sighs> with a make my ascension active. Like I guess the proliferate does activate your ascension, yeah. sort of. But like yeah. ascension only needs two counters anyway. Why do you want to play something clunk- like this? This is so clunky. Because it's going. It fits in the game plan of digging, of drawing cards, and proliferating but it's a sorcery it's 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 really (laughs) i don't like the fact that like okay so everyone's looking at this phyrexian mana and going oh well you just knock one off the cost every time like two life isn't insignificant and in pyromancer's ascension that's the kind of deck where you generally get beat down 
Like you, you're the kind of deck that like I have no creatures. What um, am I supposed to Pyromancer's do? Pyromancer's Ascension is the type uh, of deck that you guys says, are giving me this look. <laughs> if you can shave a turn off getting active, I'm probably going to win. Now let, <laughs> let let me put it this way: I'm going to put Gutshot in my Pyromancer's Ascension deck because it costs nothing, and, and it draws you no I cards. Actually, Sick. with a, with a Pyromancer's Ascension in play, I can not only kill some of the most important creatures in Standard, I can also put counters on my pyromancer's ascension seems pretty awesome i think you guys are overestimating how good pyromancer's ascension is all the answers to ascension still exist we're just i mean absolutely we're just saying this is why it could be viable because of the new card i mean if you want to play combo isn't the combo we just talked about better it is but they're also the same colors like just possibly the same colors okay sweet i'm still gonna right now (laughs) Hey, do you want to play this combo or this way worse combo? Um, hey, guess what? After board, play them both in the seventy-five, baby. Whatever. Oh, you want a transformative sideboard Booyah. into other combo? I, that's actually viable. That's <laughs> that's what the old Power Rangers that said. Is, deck did. That is a real thing. Like where you where you play. Like what you, you deck do? Like I just sided so, in Cal. Yeah, uh, Let's put it feed. this way. In Extended, we had Pyromancer's Ascension main, and then we sideboarded into Splinter Twin. Now we're gonna have Splinter Twin main. We're gonna sideboard into Pyromancer's Ascension because it's better in Standard. That's how it is. Uh, you want people to board out all of their removal spells? Yes. So you need to play Ascension first. And when you show them no creatures and that you're it's Ascension... It's the same friggin' thing. It doesn't matter one way or the other. No. Nobody boards creature removal spells. If they No one boards creature removal spells, honestly. Um, Blue-black control? I'm pretty sure they do. Like what? Blue-black control? Blue-black control. Like what? What What card does blue-black control board how that kills creatures? Zenith? Awesome. Also, I mean, also... Um, I would Doom never Blades? bring in a Black Sun Zenith like, against your one... Isn't like X Doom Blades okay. and X Goku okay. Zards in the board? Hang on, hang on. Extra Doom Blades think, or... Think about, or think about what you just said. <laughs> you would... Br- as Blue Black Control, they have a instant speed 1-4, and I'm supposed to try to beat it with my sorcery speed Black Black 4 to try to beat it? Would you ever play that card? Uh, he forgot no. to mention the Leyline of Anticipation. I also did do... I forgot about that, yes. Oh, I also have Leyline of Anticipation. I'm sorry. I didn't know that I just had it all. Also... That is... God, you... This, also... You just have to listen to yourself so, sometimes. It's so, it's so humiliating for you. I'm sorry. Like, no, no, no. It's not, it's not humiliating. I'm just, I'm just pulling out cards that are people's sideboards. sideboards. I'm like, let's talk about Blue Eye Control has... I don't know. Ah, I can't even say Wrath of God. Fuck. Right, exactly. Turns out this combo deck's pretty good. You still want to play Pyramid's Ascension? Yes, I do. Because <laughs> I'm pretty sure People, that uh, I don't know. that uh, all the decks have answers to your Pyramid's Ascension. And like the reason no, Ascension no, 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 no. got bad is that it takes splash saying, damage from the all the other things. You opposite of that. No, I've only said Pyramid's Ascension is bad this entire time. No, you're saying no one has answers to your combo deck. You Not to my Splinter Twin combo deck, to my Pyromancer's Ascension deck. Right, right. Everybody has an answer. It so, takes splash damage from everything. I don't know. People are <laughs> Literally start... anything they want to... Are you playing creatures? Maybe, beats Ascension. Are maybe... you playing removal spells? Beats Ascension. Are you, like, counter spells? Beats it. All right. Graveyard okay. hate? Beats it. Like, literally, like what does Pyromancer's Ascension beat? So, like, what is its best matchup? It makes people like, tell board... Me. It makes people board Celestial <laughs> Purge. Ooh. Now, it makes people board that... And because it beats both combos, it does. Ascension's not fast enough. Stop! Can we stop talking about Pyromancer's Ascension? Next no, bad. it's awesome. And no, Tezzeret's well, Gambit. Hey. I would rather play Tez. I'd rather play a Concentrate in like Red Green Blue Beatdown and not Rug. Just like Vengevine Aggro Rug. I, like that's the because kind of that's the kind of 
Well, another thing, maybe, maybe I do. Maybe thing, I want to do play divination, man. Another maybe I want to proliferate on my Garrick and my Garrick Wildspeaker. Well, that's or the thing. A lot, of, a lot of the pros are saying that you accelerate into a turn three Koth. You turn, yeah. you turn four Tezzeret Gambit, and then you it's go. Reasonable. No, 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 no. It's reasonable. Like you, you no, accelerate no, no. into turn three. So you go turn two Chalice, turn three Koth, turn four this thing, mm-hmm. and. You, you have, you have like, Koth. yeah, like it's it's reasonable. It's not amazing. Well, they yeah. do this thing, or they do something from another card in the set. Do you have it on your list? What? It's a uh, you do three damage to target creature or player and proliferate. Oh, the volt charge. I think it's yes, called. a volt charge. Have you have you heard have heard that card? I don't know what this card it's is. the same thing as Tezzeret's proliferate, except. You it's Tezzeret's Gambit, except you don't proliferate you for do. drawing two cards. You t- you proliferate after you've done three damage to a creature or a player. And it's not Phyrexian mana. It's two in a red. It's Is two it? in a, yeah. It's Is two, it two, in, in, it's red? two in a red for Sorry. three damage. Two in a red for three damage, or you three mana with a Phyrexian mana. Is it a sorcery or an instant? Instant both. Oh, well, sorcery instant. for the draw cards for the Tezzeret's Gambit. The- instant for the Volt Charge. Okay. Like, it's an instant speed damage spell with a block mechanic on it. It's right. probably good enough. Right. Like, the, those are generally the best cards in the set. Right. Like, I those, feel like Volt Charge like is you, one of the be- better yeah, cards. Yeah, like, you, you open that in first pack, first pick it, because they're just, like... like I could, I no, could, no, 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 we're not talking about fucking draft. No, like, I'm just saying I could not know anything about the set, and, like, I'd lo- know literally nothing... Walk in and look at that card. I'm like, oh, it's an instant speed burn spell that also has the block mechanic on it. It's Seems probably good. it's probably nuts. Derp. <laughs> like it doesn't matter what what it is. Like the block mechanic can be like all your creatures get flanking. Be like sick. Oh my god, flanking must be good in this set. Like we'll see. You're gonna see that card, <laughs> and in the same pack, you're gonna see active aggression. I don't know. What that I is love either. active aggression. And you might just pass it because you're like, oh, I've got this bolt. Wait, is, wait, is it a rare? On it. Uh, Hang on. Uh, wait, active aggression is not uncommon. Does anyone okay. know what Ray of Command is? Booyah, Mirage. Just oh, that it. was Ice Age, baby. It came out in Ice I Age and it was reprinted in Mirage. Yeah. Now, uh, random fact: Chris Burris's favorite card of all time, Ray of Command. Ray Pretty of good Command. card. Instant speed, threaten. Okay. You can. Sounds you, good. They swing with two creatures. You steal one, and then you kill their other creature with it. Like active uh, aggression is a three three. Does colors. it untap their guy? Yes. Yes. Oh, okay. And it good. gives it haste. Yes. Pretty good. So you uh, can play defense or or offense. Bit. It seems pretty sick, right? Like uh, active aggression is three colorless mana plus two Phyrexian red, instant speed threaten, and that's exactly what it does. It, it also untaps their dude and. You know, you you can you can either kill their dude with it as a defensive card, or you can get a f- offensive with it if you're an aggressive deck. That's not better than the instant speed damage spell with proliferate. That's insanely not a, nearly as good. How not? Not even close to being as. good. I mean, maybe not in constructed. That's one of my favorite cards. Not in any format is that time. better. Of all not time. in any format is that better. That's why Ray of Command isn't played in Legacy. I'm just saying. So <laughs> you're telling me if you open a pack, if you open a pack and you see a mind control, and you see a bolt. Uh huh. You're gonna take the bolt. This isn't mind control. This is a threaten. This is, this is if mind I see, control. Wait, is it permanent? No. No. Okay, then it's not mind control. It, it's a threaten. It's <laughs> it's better than two for one. I would take the damage spell every time. 
Not even close. I would think this not card, even close. No, 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 no. You don't. We understand. need to get. We need to get into some money drafts with Disa. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Do you not understand the value of cards? Like, do you not, do you you're right. Know? Yeah. No, you're right. I'm. I haven't been infinite on Urza's for you know. Exactly. Infi- infinite. <laughs> infinite nights now. Know the, 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 I don't. I don't know how to evaluate cards at all. <laughs> you don't know what a two for one is. Well, if you just you're right. Dark I have no if idea what a two for one is. Leagues and fucking like Yagma's bargains at every draft. I guess you're gonna win. Jesus. I don't know. I. I had. I had two sick and tireds in that set, in that in that draft deck, See? and they were nuts. And yes, yeah. I understand how to draft a two for one. Sick and tired was insane. <laughs> then, this, act, this, then understand that act of aggression is going to be the wickedest, wickedest two for one there is in the set. You understand that damage spells always trump threatens, right? Act of aggression is an instant speed threater. Threaten it beats your threat lightning bolt. I'll just lightning bolt whatever you threatened. Like who cares? That's a two for one. <laughs> Okay. How do you not understand two for one? You paid four life for yours. Uh, seems, good for, seems good you for me. Not necessarily. You don't necessarily. I would much you have two cards. Whoa, belligerent Chris Burrows. Shut up for a second and listen to yourself. Go ahead. You're I telling would... me that the damage spell with block mechanic is never as good as Ray of Command, your favorite card in Magic. Correct. Okay. You okay, would, no, no, end of the discussion. What's the next card? I would no, what's the next card? No, no. Birthing yeah. pod. What's no. Birth, no, I see it. What's birthing Let pod? No, me, no, no, no. I Chris, would, it's over. Just just accept it. You like that card. It's fine. No. I'm going to take the damage spell every single time. You're making me sound like an asshole. I want to say the you words. You are being an asshole. I want to say the words. All right, say the words that are coming out of your brain, in your mouth. That if I get to use your two cards to, to spend my one card, regardless of whether or not it costs four life, I'm going to love that spell. Okay. <coughs> awesome. Okay. All right. Next card. All right. Value. Go ahead. All right. This is the last constructed card we're going to do. All right. Sweet. Birthing I mean, pod. I turned that into a limited discussion, but yeah. all right. Go ahead. <laughs> like, I'll, tur- I'll turn. Like, what do you got for me? Birthing pod. Birthing pod is three and a little Frexine scully. Green. 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 Chris Cadby drew like a little skull tree. It's pretty cool. sick. It's pretty awesome. <laughs> it looks like, it, it gets a little. It's like it's a little like like imagine like a skull. Have you seen how I proxy my like, cards? With a, yeah, it's really it's <laughs> no. really it's really adorable. Please let's not hear about that. Anyway, <laughs> no, no, he's just gonna he's gonna draw for us. <laughs> Anyhow, uh, what does a birthing pod do? Uh, it's an artifact for three and a Frexian Green. Mm-hmm. Uh, it has the ability of one Frexian Green and tap. Sacrifice a creature. Search your library for a creature with converted mana cost equal to one plus the converted mana cost of the creature you sacrificed. Put that creature into play. So it's like a really weird food. It's like a food chain it's that you a can't. Food chain that goes up. You can't keep going with it. <laughs> it's but, a, like, it goes you, up. You it's can't so keep going. Slow. Well, yeah, you can only use it once a turn. Food chain goes up. Like I thought, the food chain it's was like the, the slowest no? food chain of all time. No, food chain goes up. It's the it's the reason why you said there was like that really bizarre. Like Dreamstalker into Raven Familiar into, uh, right. Uh, it, it ended up looping uh, Tide Hollow Strix with something else that drained. Right. Like it was like a Dream Dreamstalker combo. It was like it was really I, bizarre. I it was, it was a food chain from. combo. Yeah. This is so like basically like they were like, oh, here's Fauna Shaman. It's sort of like survival. It, no, and no, now no. they're like, here's Birthing Pot. It's sort of like sur- like food chain. <laughs> Unless there's something we haven't seen yet. It doesn't seem like it's good enough. Like it's not good enough right now, and that's not saying it won't be good enough in the future. Like, do you remember the card um, Militia's Pride? 
where you looked at Malicious Pride and like it wasn't good enough when Kithkin first came out, what but is like it? What is like it do? towards the end of the block it became good enough. It like, was a it was a two man enchantment. When your Kithkin attacked, you could pay mana to get another Kithkin. Like yeah. it wasn't like insane and it was never like even towards the end of its life cycle, it wasn't insane. Right, I remember but, it being but like, like it, maybe a mirror Yeah, but like it became good enough. Um, this seems kind of like that, where, like, it doesn't seem good enough now, maybe there will be something in the future that makes it good enough, but, like, uh, without being able to stack damage with a card like this, I just, I don't really see the point. Right. Unless there, unless there really is, like, some really good, like, mana-generating creatures that generate into new stuff that, like... I could see something like that happening. Like I don't know. I just see like a sequence of like weird, sick plays of just like I'll sacrifice my perilous mirror, kill that guy, go get an aether adept, bounce that guy. You've got an empty board, and I've got creatures. Okay, now you know just like weird stuff like that. Like I mean, yeah. not that those cards are even real cards, but right. like you know what I'm saying. Like that, that... I've seen all those things in constructed before, <laughs> so I'm not going to say they're not real cards. In, uh, in standard, I hear where you're coming from. That it's not probably a great card. I've heard a lot of rumblings in Legacy that there are actually, like, zoo decks that want to use this to move up in the chain. Not not great, but you just use playable. Like, no, you can't use Food Chain because Food Chain does it in your upkeep and you want to attack and then do it. Like, it's actually like a zoo deck kind of thing. Without, without, having, without having the ability to stack damage, I think it just hamstrings this card in a way that makes it almost unplayable. It, it, like, which is unfortunate because it's an interesting card, but I mean, it, I, it's 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 got um, a mechanic that we don't have access to in right. standard right now. I mean, that, that's, so that being said, it's going to it's going to spawn some innovation, and it'll maybe make some weird decks. Maybe not good enough, but you know, at least it'll it'll spark innovation in some people, is which is is a good thing. It's it's something to think about when you make decks. Um. But I think that, that that we we spent a good time on spoilers. I mean, there's some other cards that we can talk about, but I think I mean, those no, are the interesting insane. ones. No, I'm, in, I'm yeah. in the mood now. Give me another one. You want another Give one? Me, I've, I've just been so cynical about all of these. It's kind of it's kind of I mean, turning I, me I, on. I put my favorite draft cards on here. It's kind of it's kind of turning me on just shooting down all these like, cards. I'm, I'm, I, I'm there's actually, a card I'm, that I if I see it, I think I'm just going to table slam it every time. Cool. Okay. What, what card is that? Viral Drake. All right. What's Absolutely. a? I don't know what a viral Drake is. It's an uncommon. This is so weird for me. I don't know what any of these. It's an uncommon one four flyer for three and a blue so it's got infect and three in a blue proliferate so good how big is it it's a one four flyer for four it's and an, it has it's infect. the most it insane infect flyer of all and time and three blue colon proliferate so once you cast it you should already have the mana to proliferate with it exactly if you if you draft one of these cards you have to draft an, a trample card like this is an, un, this is an uncommon right? this is uncommon like, yes sir this this guy that's really good though right yeah like you I see the look on your face and like that's just really good it makes like, me want to play twisted image <laughs> <laughs> it really does uh, uh, no as a as obviously an offensive card because you turn into a four one you lose one of your dudes and then you no longer have to deal with this guy well I mean it's a like, it's a it's offensive like, when you do it no, <laughs> all I'm saying is. Did you just twist the image me? Yes, I did. Yep. Yeah, that yep. happened. And they give you that screwed up face, like for real. I'm gonna lose. The, like you couldn't, you couldn't just like untame might me. You gotta beat me with that piece of shit. Yes, sir. like yep, yep, yep. That's that's <laughs> yes, sir. That's happening now. Um, uh, but that guy, like, just I don't know what it is. I guess proliferate. The magic number is four because everything that has proliferate is activated at four. Like yeah, pretty much, clasp yeah. and fucking plague, Contagion Mo- Engine. Uh, plague mob beast. You just got a second, dude. Yeah. Oh, yeah, second, dude. Boom. Uh, you can but, steady uh, progress. That's that's proliferate on the cheap. 
Yeah. Yeah. It's a speed set. But I, I draw there, a card, Looking at the set, like, aside from, like, a really good rare or, like, you know, fucking, like, active aggression or something like that, I think this guy just I table slam. He that seems, guy's really good. He seems decent. The problem is that the rest There's of... There's just so much interaction with all the set, with all the, the counter cards that are in this set, Besieged, and even Scars. You get, like, tumble magnets and stuff like that. Uh, I was Scars. about to say the exact opposite. I don't really like the fact that the first two sets don't really seem to support blue-black poison all that well they not really like they're not like draft archetype it's a draft archetype but it's never been good enough it's always been the draft deck that never gets there i've never ever seen a blue black proliferate deck that's just like the nuts and people people keep trying it because like the the tools are clearly there like there's inexorable tides that go late there's thrumming birds there's there's a lot of really cool cards and then there's obviously all of these like black and artifact poison cards to go along with it so i'm not saying the deck can't exist and hopefully like cards like what's this thing called viral drake viral drake uh hopefully they fix that and and you can like start making it a real deck but like it almost feels to me like it was a time strike where the uh, they they gave you a couple of poison cards in white just to like give you the taste and like maybe if if you draft like triple besiege this will be really good or if you if you like get a good run of these cards, it can be pretty good. Like you have like a good Trigon of Rage or a you know a Darksteel Axe on it. Like these cards would be sweet. But the white like the green white black decks in Poison, they always kind of feel stretched to me. Like they always seem like a little bit more inconsistent, a little bit more stretched. Like like your Poison deck didn't really go the way you wanted it to, but it's still a playable deck. I feel like Blue Black Proliferate will be a, a step above that. But it still doesn't feel like the best deck you could have. Um, I've, I've definitely drafted time tracks before as not even not an impact deck. Like that guy's a really good defensive creature. Like he just hang on, hang on. He makes anything at minus two, minus two. It's pretty good. What color is the one four with infect proliferate? Blue. Blue, correct? Yeah, yeah. So why is he a time strike? The white infect deck is the ter- most terrible deck in standard. Or sorry, in draft as there is. I can't, I've never seen a white in, in fact deck that has done well in draft. Right. Yeah, like, that sucks. However, I've seen a whole bunch of green-blue periphery decks that have gotten there. Okay. Like, I mean, like I'm not saying it's impossible. And, and this is also the kind of card, this Viral Drake is the kind of card that will be snapped up in the same vein as Blight Widow, where, like, people are like, oh, Blight Widow's good for my Dino deck. Yeah. Uh, the Blue-Black Flyer deck or the Blue-White Skies deck will also just snap that guy up for value. Uh, no, I mean, no, they'll really... snap him up to Hayden because they don't want to see him because that's that that's the one thing they can't beat. This is going to be drafted in pack one, so you don't generally hate cards This guy's really one. good. I sure as hell would. Uh, this this if, card, if, like, I, if, if I first picked any kind of Blue or Black Flyer, I would no way want to see I'll, that. I'll, I, like, I like your analogy to Blight Widow. Now, what if you put four mana colon proliferate on, Blight <laughs> on Widow. the Blight Widow? I mean, it, <laughs> it, insane, it right? gives you the ability to to draft like some even cuter. You're like, oh, like now now you're like blue white blue white skies deck can be a little bit more defensive. Like you could draft the more dis- defensive version of that and be like, oh yeah, the Golem Foundry is going to be sick now, or the Titan Forge is going to be sick now. And just, don't don't yeah. give me that look like it's ridiculous. Like that, it, like. These kind of things are more viable when you have things that can just sit on the table, not have to get you value. Yeah, and like, and well, and just like passively win you the game. Yeah, that that's that's not to be underestimated. There are control archetypes, and like that's something that's pretty cool to explore. And like, and you're right. All you got to do is get one infect card through as long as you can proliferate it all the way up. 
I mean, you don't necessarily have to have this card in the Infect deck. Just like how Blight Widow doesn't necessarily have to be in an Infect deck. So, yeah, like, you're, no, like no, no. you're not ever going to kill them with the Blight Widow or the Sisbearer, but, like, people are still more than willing to play them. Right. I, absolutely, as a defensive card, but this guy can actually just win you the game. Because this he's got evasion. Because he's actually got evasion. He's got evasion, and he can also just proliferate his way all the way up. Like, he by himself is a win condition. It's a lot of he's, turns for a limited game, sir. You're, you're correct. <laughs> if you can't beat a 1-4 flyer in limited in 10 turns, your draft deck probably went wrong somewhere. <laughs> Just he saying. is early enough in the game where he can get that through, and there's enough proliferate cards to get there. Turn, it doesn't have to be just him Turn 5 attacking with a 1-4 flyer, it's pretty early in the game. <laughs> For, for aggressive decks. All right. For a flyer. I'm sorry, I'm my next, flyer. My next favorite limited card, uh-huh. which is probably second table slam only to Viral Drake, is Fallen Pharomancer. Uh, what does he do? He's an infect Tim. How much does he cost? Three and a red. He's and a he's, his Tim ability is one, one red and tap. He's a one one infect creature. Oh, he's one not a red and tap. Do a point of damage. He's got he's got one and a red tap. Yeah, he's he's not like a real Tim. I got I kind of got excited there for well, a minute. He's like, got infect. You can't just I'm make. Like, you can't I'm like, make, whoa 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 wait. Like you can't make Tim. I, well, they made like I was like wait. So first we had Prodigal Pyromancer. Then we had like Spike Shot Goblin or uh, Spike Shot Cutting Elder. Well, we had Spike Shot Elder and then we had Cunning Spark Mage and like these are all good. And like Volshock Sorcerer was like a little bit worse, but still like very good. And now you're just gonna give me like. Infect Tim for just like <laughs> super value? No, like uh, one and a red to tap is that seems fair. As yeah. soon as I saw him on the spoiler, I was like, "Hey, I want to play the like." Okay, I don't know. Maybe it's just me, but I wanted to play the him plus Vidalcan Anatomist deck. <laughs> I was like, maybe maybe we just play the all tapper deck. Like, I think we just kill these guys, right? Right? Come on, they're both on commons. But uh, that being said, they're they're both really really good. I like so. I like this card. It's another card that. The infect it's it's them putting the infect mechanic on cards that are not going to go in infect decks. This right. is cl- this is well, clearly not a card that's going to win you the game. Here's with the, deal. Infect. Here's the I, deal. Like maybe every once in a while. There are actually not very many cards in this set that have infect. For the Phyrexing having one, there aren't that many infect cards in this set. Like I said last time, there's nothing left to infect, man. <laughs> They're all like um, so. That being said, like you really, it's got to be like all in on pack two for your your infect. Like you just have to like. Draft some weird color stuff in the first one. It's like the problem is that the as you when go, you go as infect, you, it's going to be in pack two. Well, like as you go into packs two and three, the infect cards start to dry up, right. or they the colors of them dry up. So, like, in, especially in in Scars of Mirrodin, there's really just black and green. So, regardless of like what other two or three color deck you decide to be for infect, like. One of them should probably be black or green, and Scars of Mirrodin's gonna have to make it for you in the end. Right. Um, uh, that's like I think green white like green white poison's viable, black blue proliferate poison's viable, straight green black classic is good. There there will be plenty of different archetypes, but like this feels like the kind of thing that will make poison even more inconsistent, which kind of sucks. Like I think instead of seeing a lot of the, it was my big big complaint with the set the first time that that it came out was. Untamed Might is just dumb. The fact that the fact that like they have three packs to try to pick up an Untamed Might was ridiculous, and the fact that they just had this hyper consistent two color deck was just it felt very unfair and unfun to me. And now that they've like spread it all out, and you have less of the Scars of Mirrodin pack, which I I still feel is the best Infect pack. 
there's less of those cards in the format now. And so, like, wait a minute, wait a minute. But they can still have the very powerful cards, but. Scar's Mirror is the best infect pack? Unless you know there's that some... Wolf and Blight Widow and Viridian Corruptor and Besiege, right? They're all slower, though. What? The, the... So, <laughs> the same speed as a Sismare. <laughs> the fact, like, when you used to play the decks that had, like, multiple Plague Mirror, multiple Icker Claw Mirror, uh, or uh, what's what's a. Plague, Plague, Stinger. Plague Stinger. Yeah. Uh, when you used to play against those decks, those were very, very fast, unfair decks. Like, yeah, Rotwolf and Blight Widow are more powerful, like technically, or from, from like a limited, yeah. from a limited standpoint. But like, they're a slower deck, and they're a little bit more fair for the other cards to play around. Like, if That's if, That's if my opponent just went like Plague Stinger, Plague Stinger, uh, there were times where like I don't know, I couldn't do anything about it. I was like, oh, you have two flyers that are dealing me two damage a turn and i'm dead right like inst- like almost immediately and like oh you had a pump spell i'm even deader it it, it felt bad pump and i'm, I'm glad that i'm glad that this format will like is getting a chance to mature and hopefully it becomes a real format that i enjoy playing because for the first two sets of this format i've been very upset like i just I've, I've not been interested in playing it ever it's it, it's pa- it's painful to me sure Bruce is about to explode i don't know what he wants to say nope that Thought we're we were good. wrapping it up. We're totally okay. <laughs> um, well, yeah, that was that was just our little bit on what a lot of people have been asking us what we thought about New Phyrexia. So, uh, despite what D-Sale wanted, we went ahead and put our two cents in on it. I just, and I just naysayed every. It. No, I just naysayed every card. Enjoy the conversation, so I just naysayed every card. Right? Uh, that that's, said, that's, loved my, it. that's my most. That's the favorite thing for me. Like I just, I love to just like put everything down in every way. So yeah, this was fun because yeah, I can just, I can just tell you that everything's <laughs> bad. I can tell you that literally every card's bad, except for the, except for the damage spell with the block mechanic. That's that's pretty good. <laughs> All right, good I'd play, shot, I'd play that card. We're going to smoke a cigarette, we're going to come back, we're going to talk a little bit about Standard, and then we're just going to let this go. Yeah, man. All right, we'll be back, man. Catch you later. Guys, we're back from our, our nicotine goodness. Uh, uh, I really want. I'm I'm not kidding about my my beer as cigarettes fantasy. <laughs> like they sit, they stand around and smoke cigarettes, and I drink beers, and so I feel like I have to drink a whole beer in the amount of time they smoke a cigarette. That's really bad. And, yeah, like no, Just it's saying. like it's fine. I can do it. Like it's like it's not like I have to like chug it or anything. It's, they smoke kind of slow, but like I want I want cigarettes that only last for the amount of time that uh, I want a beer that lasts for the same amount of time as a, as a cigarette. Like it gives you the same satisfaction as a cigarette, but as beer. Is that un, is that like unwieldy? Really, guys, like. You're just gonna smell your farts over there, and like, <laughs> it was pretty rough, man. It's taking me a minute. Pretty to, glad uh, I'm on the side of the table. It was gorgeous. <laughs> I'm so, not... You know what? All right. I don't even know what you were saying. So, exactly. exactly. Yeah, like back they... to scrubland, guys. So you know what we're gonna do? We're gonna talk about a little bit of uh, wrapping up New Phyrexia and what we think about the the. I I'm just gonna say the prelates coming up with Brad Nelson, maybe. You know, I'm just gonna. Yeah, I don't even know if I'm just gonna. Play. I'm just gonna go gunsling against Brad Nelson. All day. Yeah, oh. You're just gonna get in line over and over. I know. See, fuck. I'm just gonna tell people to fuck off. I'm bigger than you. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Bumble out of line, son. Just, just 
hip bump. Be like, hey, it's Brad, over. I'm funny, right? Like, yeah. Like you'd rather talk to me than this nerd, right? Uh, yeah, uh, right. Done. Done. I have, I have a podcast. Sit down. You're, sit down you're right just gonna now. like brute force your way into a whole box from, through Brad Nelson. Uh, no, you have to beat him to get a pack. Oh, uh, so you're not? How many packs? How many packs could you get if you sat there all day? If I sat there all day, I'd probably get two packs. <laughs> Baby Foot's gonna get one because guys, he'll sit there with Cobblade, and I'll come in with like Mono White Infect. Yeah, like Mono White Infect. Got this. Got this Phyrexian Digester in here. Yep. Uh, I lost just, again, but I'm you know, one of these test. times, Brad. One of these times. I'm just gonna play test rug against him all day. <laughs> like, oh, you're just gonna use it as play testing. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> like, That's a good one. That's well, a good well, one. Whenever they gunsling, they always bring like their weird pet projects. And uh, I hope you pet projects. Uh, the wizards employees do. Like when Zach Hill was here, he was playing some wacky, green. He was playing some wacky stuff, but like I don't know. I don't think Brad's gonna have. Maybe. So, like the wacky, the wacky mo- yeah. mono Let's white. just hope it brings the awesomeness. Um, so pre-releases will be fun. Yeah, Absolutely. The, speaking like- of which, speaking of which. Oh, okay. What do you got? He, he's probably, like, what, what the gunslingers tend to do is they usually bring some kind of brew of theirs that yeah. highlights some of the new mechanics and new cards. Um... So and that was actually one of our listener requests to talk about some stuff that we thought. Was sure, sure. Good. Oh, new brews. Yeah. Play that combo deck with Splinter Twin. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> that's. I don't know. I think. That's what I, I think. Kaga or not Kaga. Uh, Hawkward is actually like. Oh God! What are you gonna put in Hawkward? Batter Skull. Mm. Love that. Guy. Okay, so like people were bitching about like uh being it being a mythic, and I feel like this Whatever. one. I feel like this one didn't violate the the spirit of mythics nearly as hard as some of the other ones and it's only because this is the kind of card that how many of them do you really want do you really want to jam four of them in your deck because i Probably don't not. like it doesn't seem like a four of type card like i it's would play i play one in yeah. maybe two maybe right, right, but right. like sword of feast and famine is the same way two, it was because it protects itself See, exactly feast so. and famine wasn't even i don't feel like it was supposed to be a one of card in most of these decks right but like, well, but like it's not a four of either like the cards that violate the the spirit of being mythic is like four is, is is, is Slayer angel it's uh painslayer angel maybe More but so like no, More no. so, Lotus, Lotus Cobra, Cobra two, yeah, and, yeah. and Vengevine. Like those are the two cards yeah. that really kinda... they they feel bad. Like as mythic cards, the the mythics that you don't absolutely need four of to to make a deck or not. Like you you can't really build a Lotus Cobra deck with two Lotus Cobras. No, like it just you're it's a it's a piece of your deck that needs to be there. Only, <laughs> it's like, utility. Well, it's like it's like when I play against people playing control online, and they're like, "Oh, well, I only have one Jace the Mind Sculptor, so I'm just playing these other. Th- <laughs> I'm playing these other things instead." And I'm like, "I don't know. Like, if they're not, if they don't, you know, work Jace on them, if you don't, what are you like, doing? yeah, like if you don't draw your one of copy, then like your deck kind of looks like it sucks. And it, like, it I feel bad. And Jace and Jace's Erasure does not kill my Jace. The Mind you know, Sculptor. <laughs> I, I would, I would love for you guys to, to you know, like. Uh, get a taste of what those decks are like and every time you draw it but like it only makes you understand that wow i need that a lot more now right. i de- like i really do need all four yeah. of the copies so batter skull is a good card and i think that goes without it was, saying it was it's not only well designed but it's also well placed in the metagame but it's also just a good card it it's, loses. It's really, it's really this just perfect for the game right now. I feel like a lot of a lot of pre-established decks and a lot of what is good right now plummets in value, uh, maybe financially, but more just in playability. Once the new set, once the old set rotates, these cards once Stoneforge Mystic drops off the format, become like Batter Skull is almost unplayable if if there's no Stoneforge Mystic. Like the what? Like, 
it costs five, right? Yeah. Okay. Like that doesn't see like that seems above above a playable level for me. It really does. I wouldn't want to spend five mana for for an effect like that. It's perfectly fine when I get to tutor it and cheat it into play, but <laughs> as a, as a card that I need to search if like, that guy do that right, like if that guy said five uh, four four vigilant first uh, for vigilant lifelink pay three bounce to his hand cost five. It's, it wouldn't be mythic good, but he'd be good enough. Like it's, like it's a good enough card, but I feel like once once you get all your new toys to play with in your new set. And you you lose all the power and, and like it's it's like they took all the batteries out and so now like you used to be running on on like an eight cylinder and now you're on like a two cylinder Kia and you're like yeah this is awesome Kias like, are very dependable yeah, cars like, well like the Kia still gets you there but you used to be driving a Mustang and it was awesome so like you could still play the card it would be perfectly fine and you might even win some games with it but like the the new set will be out there'll be new stuff to do and it's the kind of card that like might be a role player but it's not something that that is a centerpiece like it will be right now oh well I'm not gonna say that it's your 100% like every deck needs it kind of card but I will say that you know it's hard to kill and find a place for a card to kill it in your main deck as well as once it dies to due to regular cards that you know as any 4-4 or any dude that kills it it will bounce back to your hand and it becomes a new card so even if you're out of cards in your hand it just gets replayed it's not like ter- it's not terribly hard to beat this card it's it's, not, it's really not. I'm not saying it's terribly hard to beat this card. I'm just saying it's a really good, really good value card. Like it kills a lot of dudes in the format, and it also just gets replayed as a new dude if you don't have any dudes to equip the the equipment to. All right, so play so so play the batter skull is what you're saying. I, I'm saying and play it forever until it rotates 100 percent of the time in all your decks I'm because saying, it's just value. I'm saying that there will be. There <laughs> I'm, bait, will, I'm baiting you and I'm being an asshole. You Can we what? move on? Can we move I on? I would love to be an asshole. Play it as a one of in most of your decks. Okay, sweet. Let's move on. I love value cards. It let's is move on. Value. I'll play I'd it. In, I'll play a, it in Pyromancer's Ascension. I'm a let's, total let's move asshole. On. You know what? It triggers nothing in Pyromancer's Ascension. Yep. I still play it. Okay, sweet. Good. I'm <laughs> glad you. I'm, you. I'm glad you got your value. You out know of what? It. I love value. All right, sweet. I hate, um, I hate you, though. Uh, BJ, BJ Cobb, I'm sorry. Uh, I know you really are in love with Mind Rots, but... Oh, God. Uh, discard effects are... That being said, you played eight duress effects in your deck on... Those are... Seven. Those are... Seven. Okay, so if that's eight what... to 75. If that's what he meant by discard effects, then yes. Like, the, we're going to get distress, uh, duress, and inquisition. Despise. And, despise. Is, is it dis- I'm sorry. Dis- despise. Duress and uh, dis- Distress was a very different card. Yeah. Uh, if he's talking about the... What's what's card called? Despise? Yeah. Despise and uh, duress and... Uh, Inquisition of Cause like like I really like those effects and I feel like they have a place. Uh, I played seven in my main deck and I feel like I don't know where Despise fits in to all of that. I feel like it's a little bit better than Duress, but it dif- really is different at the same time. Um, for our our cod driven metagame, like Despise really is better, and especially when like the best decks in the format are going to be like blue black control. It's going to be um... uh, the the decks aside, like it's just from a, from a like very like vacuum type standpoint like they they all kind of have ambiguous roles and i feel like you're gonna see a lot of lists 
vary it up a whole lot. Well, basically, you're, you're the, best see... decks, the best decks are playing Planeswalkers and creatures to protect it. Right. And that gets both. Right. So, like, I mean, so. it might be the automatic four of, and, and that's fine if that's if that's where the deck, where it needs to go. But, like, you'll see other varying numbers of, like, did they want the duress? Did they want the, like, I think it's, the Inquisition is still the best. Uh, think, one, of, one of the best things that I've been able to do with, with uh, these effects is wait for you to use your Stoneforge Mystic and then duress the sword away. Right. That's been one of the most powerful plays you can make with those kind of cards. So right. uh, I really like that aspect of, of, the, of the cards. So, like, the the new Ostracize doesn't do that. So I, I might be willing to play it as a four of it. It kind of depends on where the format is. Yeah. Um, once... Once uh, the formats rotate and you get rid of you get rid of Inquisition, uh, we'll see if Duress gets reprinted. That's that's not a given. So I mean, you might be left with only this card, and I'd be fine if that was the if the Duress if, replacement. Uh, I keep forgetting the name of this card. Uh, Despise. Despise yeah. I would I I would really like to see a format that only had Despise in it. Like I don't think Duress is necessary for the next core set. So like it it would be perfectly fine to me, and I think it would still get plenty of play down the road right. if, if it was the only effect. And certainly it would get more play if it was the only effect. So <laughs> yeah, <absolutely>. uh, <laughs> uh, it's very good. It's a, uh, yeah, I, mean, I, I the, the hand rape strategy just like seems so like, it's rarely good. It's so weird because like, you like in blue, black control, it's like a control deck. And like, we, you know, we talked about this before. It's just like, it's so many one for ones. It just feels awkward when you gas out before your opponent does, and you haven't right. hit your Jace. Well, if if and they just... are, it, it discard is traditionally really good against the combo oriented decks. So right. like Valakut really doesn't like having to discard any other cards. Right. And the new right. the new blue red Splinter Twin deck is gonna have fits when it has to discard stuff. Right. Like it just, because they're inherently built to do one thing and and streamline towards it, and they usually need all of their pieces to do it to get there. Yeah. And like I but, ending the game with zero cards in hand or one card in hand is not uncommon. So in those type of situations, yeah, like mind rotting them might be good. I wouldn't play a mind rot in my actual deck, but, uh, you know, I, I, I lost a game recently with a mind sludge and it sucked. I, I was really upset. <laughs> mind sludge is one of those cards though, that it's just like, it's so like, I feel like it's so much, so light years beyond mind rot. rot. Right. It's just like, Mind Sludge well, is one of those cards, like, if I resolve this, I'm probably going to win. I was mostly upset because I knew that he had it, and I, find the answer. Well, I was at a point where I couldn't stop it anymore, so I just had to make my best play and then know that I was getting the rest Rid of, of the but, rest. Yeah, because I was like, well, I, like, I could continue to try to bluff it, but he's been playing in such an aggressive way that... He's just going to throw it into a counterspell anyway, so if I don't have it, it's even worse. Right. I guess I'm just going to have to make this Precursor Golem and hope for the best. Like, strip the rest of my hand and hope that, like, my top decks are really good. Right. And the disappointing part about Mind Sledge and, and its ilk is that they can always just top deck. Like, I could just rip the Jace and be like, oh, nice Mind Sledge, dork. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and and just make them. And uh, that, that, that sucks. And so... Mm, uh, has was Mind Sludge ever good? Like, like has it has you it know, really ever been like a key portion never of really someone's saw, strategy? Nah, it, like not, there was. There's always been like weird little, but they uh, always try. <laughs> you're right that Mind Sludge has always been you know has been tried a lot in mono black vampire decks and etc. Uh, other aggro decks. Well, it's a, it's a reprint good. from Invasion too. Right. I mean, like it's been like they need to. Land their little dudes, and they need to clear your hand of shit that actually matters, and they just beat you down with whatever you top deck. 
Like, it doesn't matter what you top deck, they're just going to beat your ass. But uh, recently, as of late, uh, a lot of people have been playing Chalice in their deck so that they can turn four Mindslot Jew for floor, for four, which actually still, a lot of the time, still clears your hand. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah, yeah. And, and that's actually been really effective because... It's been my problem with Mind Sledge for a long time. Is that is that it's it's only really good on specific turns of the game. On like turn four, turn five, and sometimes turn six. That's when Mind Sledge is good. Right. You can't play it early game because there's no rituals, and you can't play it late game because their hands already empty. Right. So you know it just it, it loses value at different parts of the game. It's really only good. I mean, in this one specific said, window. That being said, when it hits on turn four, it is game ending every time. I'll be honest. I mean, if it hits, but like, a, like a savvy player is going to play around it. The, the the problem is that like you you end up in a situation where like, do they have it? Do they not have it? Do I play around it? Like, or do they already have pressure on the board? I need to play around. I mean, there was a couple turns in standard at the time when Chalice plus Mind Sludge was actually viable, where you actually had a couple turns where you were like, hey, I'm burning out your creatures, or I'm you know ousting them, etc. And guess what? This Chalice with Mind Sludge actually just wrecked your hand. It was over. I think what we've seen it right now is over. that it's it's become not good based on like the 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 extreme tutorability and the somewhat oppressiveness of Jason Mind Sculptor. And Absolutely. Just, like the, the the decks have become so consistent at searching their decks for exactly what they need and and like preordain after a Mind Sludge is really really good. Like there's just there's a lot of things that can draw you out of these. So I don't I don't expect that to change. I don't think that we're gonna just randomly enter a enter a, a brand new world where you can start discarding your opponent's hand. Basically what the problem is. Basically what the problem is is that mono black isn't good enough. If if Mind right. Sledge said discard five cards it'd be good enough. Right. Like right. the fact that it's like you have to depend on playing mono black is just what makes right. it bad. And you, you don't even get the value edge. You can't be like, you know, t- like a bunch of tectonic edges and stuff. It it, yeah. it breaks it a little bit. So also uh, what's I, crazy is you know, just people who try to win the Jace Wars also just win the Mind Sledge War. You know, just playing a turn three Jace plus a turn four Jace after getting the, getting the Jace Bellerin beat down by some aggro decks just wins the Mind Sludge. It just wins it by two cards. Well, if you're going to be in a multicolor deck, you might as well just play Mind Rot. Uh, like, honestly, I mean, you're absolutely right. It's it's a more efficient card for what it does at that point because I'm um, like. Uh, there's no deck that's going to build its mana base in such a way that's like heavy swamps plus splash an extra color. Right. Like that doesn't right. really work. So it, it's it's just not good. Sorry, buddy. Uh, what other questions we have? Um, that's about it. Okay. So cool. I uh, I think that's going to do it for uh, the listener responses. BJ, I'm sorry that that uh, discard isn't good enough, and <laughs> it's not going to be good enough. I'm sorry, buddy. Uh, I, honestly, so so bad. we have a treat for you guys today. Me and Chris Burroughs have dueling beer reviews because uh, he 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 everyone vetoed my my text message today where I said the beer review of the week is going to be Foster's and y'all can suck it and uh, I got a lot of angry mail and I said we can drink a bottle of wine and toast the Guillaumes and but I said hell they, no they also said hell no to wine so I said yes Chris Burroughs went out and got his own fancy beer and you know what I'm drinking this Foster's <laughs> and it's in a it's in a giant like Pringle size can. It's, it's huge, I'm, man. I'm really enjoying it. You know, uh, next week, I'm bringing Natty Ice for you to drink. And I'm going to be honest, I think that's why you wanted to drink in the first place. Well, it's because it had drunk. a really big can. Welcome to Daniel Sale. It is a really big can. Uh, I will say Natty that... Natty Ice will get you drunk. Okay, look. Here, here's the deal. I haven't ever had Foster's before. And you know what? I don't care if you guys are telling me it's a shitty Australian beer that doesn't deserve the... the Australians the, don't even drink Australian beer. 
I mean, that's not <laughs> uncommon. Americans don't really drink American beer. We just drink it because it's cheaper. And I'm sure that, you yeah, know, in Australia, Foster's is cheaper, so Australians drink it there. That doesn't mean it's good. I, I drink the cheapest beer possible because I like beer. I don't, you know, I don't need to drink gourmet no, beer no, every night like, of the week. You like to get drunk. That's different than liking beer. Right, so you drink whatever's cheap that gets you there. <laughs> Australians are going to drink Fosters. I'm going to keep just drinking PBRs. As long as you agree, that's okay. Look, okay, so in in the spirit of of you know exploring other cultures, I have a Fosters here, and you guys can fucking suck it because I liked the taste of this beer. And you know what? It wasn't like it was an amazing blow your mind beer that I want to drink all the time. It was average. It's perfectly fine, and. If it actually made its way all the way here from Australia, then it did a pretty good job. All right. Do they, do, like, is this, like, a for real, like, do they have to make it in Australia and Just, then ship it over here? I stopped listening to you. Tell okay. me. Tell <laughs> you me really all. hate it that much? No, 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 no. Just, I think I'm you're sorry. an idiot. You went to 7-Eleven to buy our beer of the week. No. You could have went to 7-Eleven to buy our you beer You know of the what? Week. Not <laughs> in this giant can. Look how yeah, cool absolutely. it is. Absolutely. They sell those at 7-Eleven, dude. Fine. I'm sorry. This- I'm sorry that I bought a beer... And I liked it, like, and it was my it, it was my 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 experience. I'm just gonna bring Thunderbird next week and be like, oh, check out this <laughs> check out this sweet apple wine I brought. Look, the like beer, I stole it from look, a homeless man. There's there's no rule. There is no rule that says we have to drink the fanciest little micro brews about our beer of the week. Apparently right? not. <laughs> and so if I want to drink a Foster's for this week, then I'm gonna drink a Foster's. You're right. There is no rule. Everyone send in your requests for high life. However, <laughs> however, you, oh god! If they start requesting for me to drink the shittiest beers in the, on the market, I'm gonna be really upset. That's gonna be the biggest <laughs> troll of your life, and it's gonna be well deserved. Regardless, Chris Burroughs is gonna drink this Red Maker Ale. That uh, okay. Was, now, Red Maker Ale was suggested to me. Red Marker or Red Maker? Red Marker. Red Marker. Okay. Was suggested to me by some rando in the in the uh, friggin' like I went after I got the text messages that said Foster's is the beer of the week, guys. I said, you know what? I'm gonna go buy you a new beer of the week. He refused to drink it. So you know what? Some guy who walked up to me in Kroger today and said, you know what? Uh, I see that you have some strange beers in your hands. Now I had already bought the next two beers of the week. That, that will be a surprise. They're, they're pretty strange beers of the week. Okay. Uh, he said, you need, to, you need to buy this Red Marker Ale. You know, it, it's brewed pretty locally. And now looking at the, at the uh, label we have here, it says, Crack Brewed in Williamsburg, Virginia, which is crack not brewed? too far. It's about, it's about an We're hour from here. We're talking Kraft, K-R-A-F-T. Oh, no, Kraft. No, they said Crack Brewed. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Yep. It's not Kraft Brewed. All it's, of our all of our people are high on crack when they brew it. High on crack. They're they're crack brewed. Crack brewed in Williamsburg, Virginia. Virginia. It's I mean, about like it's about an hour from here. I yeah, it's so much crack there. So regardless, it's really not. It's one of the classier parts of Virginia. But okay, go ahead. <laughs> they have fancy colleges. I'm dying. I'm dying here. I'm dying here right now. Are you dying because of this Literally beer? What's it taste no, like? I'm dying because you're laughing at me so Re- hard. Read me something so, off the. Read me something off the I, label. I, there's nothing to read. There's no one of our re- our regular beers of the week have something to read on here. Read there's, me. There's nothing to give read me that on beer. Here. No, no, no. There's not. No, I'm not going to hand it to you. Read because, me because. Oh, you're, you're right. I'm too. I'm no, too. I, I read I'm too good. Times. It says, "Look, brewed and bottled by Williamsburg, Here, Virginia." Let me see your Foster's can. How about that? Shut up for a second. Here you go. Brewed and bottled by Williamsburg Ale Works, Williamsburg, Virginia, and it has the uh, 
it has the ingredients for the brew, and it says craft brewed in Williamsburg, Virginia. And that is literally all it says. It says net 12 fluid ounces. <laughs> and AleWorks.com. Apparently there's a five... Set deposit available in Maine and I mean, Michigan. That's, that's literally um. it. That's literally it. So I'm going to tell you, it actually, it takes, it tastes, for an ale, it tastes very chocolatey. It's very dark. It's very nice. It's got, it's got a high alcohol t- content. And I don't, the only way I know that is because I ain't drank too much. I mean, I'm drunk as shit right now. I, I've been drinking three of these tonight. That's pretty good. I, mean, it's, uh, <laughs> I think it was half a bottle of you vodka that you drank. Half half I mean, half the bottle of vodka. That's probably what set you off. But I mean, after that, any beer after will taste that, good. No, you know what? No, no, don't lie to me. Don't don't lie to me. Don't lie to me. I've had some bad beers after some vodka. Are we about to have a bar fight on the cast here? I don't know what's happening. Can we please? Because I'll wreck you. I'm just saying. Uh, after after the power bomb in Dallas, I don't think I don't think I can handle any more. You don't want to mess with Burroughs power bomb. I can't handle it. That being said, Red Marker Ale gets a good. Uh, Six out of ten chocolate bars. I'm just saying. It gets six little blocks of the bar. Little blocks of the bar. Out of a whole Hershey bar. Out of a whole. There's twenty. No, no, no. There's it like. Can't be a Hershey bar. There's like eighteen blocks on a Hershey bar, dude. You, you know, How you many know, blocks out of eighteen? Uh, enough. Enough, <laughs> enough, enough, like enough that, to give a chocolate see, flavor. The reason is, is because Hershey like a sm- bars like a s'more amount, mostly out of wax. So. Hershey is made out of wax. You hear to hear on the Scrubland podcast beer review. I don't know. If Thanks, you know guys. That. That's for real. All right. right. Okay. So I think that's gonna do it for us this well, week. How many fucking Joey's? Yeah. Tell me how many Joey's you want out of a kangaroo on Foster's. Uh, one Joey. It gets one <laughs> Joey out of a kangaroo inside of a kangaroo. <laughs> that's how much it gets. It I gets an F. I don't. That's it an gets F. An F. That sounds like an F to me. <laughs> no. Have you ever seen Winnie the Pooh? It's that little, that little, that little baby kangaroo you mean is a badass. And Rue? Yeah, dude, that 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 little guy's a badass. Like that, it gets it gets that guy. And if that guy like pulled up out of the pouch, like burrowed down in the pouch, pulled out a fucking foster, Winnie the Pooh, Winnie the Pooh would go onto a you whole know why new that level. Little baby kangaroo right? sucks. <laughs> whole new level. That little baby kangaroo sucks because he's like best friends with Piglet, and Piglet's a little bitch. Yo, Rue. What's wrong with Piglet? Uzi. What's wrong with Piglet? All right, there's, there's a lot wrong with Piglet. I, okay, I, I can't really take Piglet's side on that one. I'm sorry. You're right. <laughs> and that's Piglet's best friend. Come yeah, on. I mean, for the third yeah. time, Rue has an Uzi. He's going to blow your ass up. I'm Rue, just saying. Rue's a girl. All right. Kanga is a girl. Rue is her son. Oh, the little baby. Yeah. See? Rue has a goddamn Uzi. He's going to shoot your ass off. You come to the Scrolling Podcast for the facts, guys. That's 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 it. Uh, uh, where can they talk to us if they are still if they're still listening and for some reason they want to? Scrolling Podcast on Facebook.com and also Scrubland Podcast at Facebook uh, at gmail.com. Scrubland Podcast on Facebook.com. Type all of that into the... Like, I actually reserved that domain name. Actually, just go to alcoholicsanonymous.com. <laughs> I think it's actually probably .org. And look up Chris Burroughs and just be like, Hey, <laughs> Chris, I need to talk with you. <laughs> his Facebook profile has a picture of a red marker ale as his, as his profile picture. Scrubland podcast at Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> it took so much composure to do that. He's like... He's like 
waving his arms. He's like, guys, chill out. I got this. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. I got this. Scrubway Podcast at gmail.com. You can email us there, even though I never check it. It's cool. Please send us emails. I, Chris Burroughs, will not read them. <laughs> I do read them. No, you don't. <laughs> Swear to God. When was the last time you checked it? Last week. <laughs> okay. Case closed. Chris Casby and Daniel Sale check that email, what, three times a day? Cool. That's Four times a day? three. That's better than me. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, anyway. That's going to do it. Scrubland Podcast on Facebook.com and also Scrubland Base Podcast on Gmail. Yep, that's that's where Scrubland you can find us, guys. Yep, that's, that, that's good enough. Yep, that's going to do it for us, guys. Uh, you have a wonderful night wherever you are. Uh, love you very much. Uh, I suggest Foster's because it's widely available at convenience stores near you. Red marker <laughs> is obviously better because I'm drunker than this motherfucker. Uh, <laughs> there are other factors at play. Good night, everybody. Good night. <laughs> I hate you all. <laughs>